We're recording now. I'm going to try not to hit the table like in the previous episodes. Now the intro music will play. fade out. Hello, welcome to the third episode of Disqualified, the podcast where we try to teach you sports by people who don't know anything about sports. Woo! Uh, we are here today with our week three guest, Monica Broccolo. Hello, Monica. Welcome. Hello, world. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad to be here. Well, why don't you tell the listeners, aka my family, <laughs> what 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 you've been up to? Who who are you? Who, who are you am I? You? That's a really big question, Micah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just this entire podcast. <laughs> who is Monica Broccolo? <laughs> Um, I am a 25-year-old recent grad from UT. Hook'em. Hook'em horns. <laughs> um, grew up in Austin, Texas. Um, Me too. Family. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh Austinites. <laughs> um, yeah. I have been Micah's roommate all summer, and wow. it's been a freaking blast, Ooh. and um, I'm her biggest cheerleader. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah. Sweet. So this episode, we're going to be talking about hockey. This is, this is kind of a challenging episode because kind of like our tagline is it's a sports podcast for people who don't know about sports by people who don't know about sports. And that's kind of been true because I'm a, I'm a casual sports fan, but I, I actually don't, we're Southerners. (laughs) There's some Southern hockey fans out there, but we don't know know. anything about hockey. Like, it's so funny because my sister is really into hockey oh, really? all of a sudden. And she goes like those oh. ice bat games, I guess. Oh, the Austin ice bats. No, they used to be the, now they're the, the Texas stars. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that, that, that sounds right. And she like, she posts little Snapchats or something of her like at the game with her boyfriend and a beer. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, who are you? Yeah. Who is this person? <laughs> I feel like the most exposure I got to hockey was um, that one season of Malcolm in the Middle when Francis was on a hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we only get our hockey consumption from TV shows. Yeah, I think the only time I would hear about like hockey and things like that um, was when I would watch Degrassi. Yeah. They all played hockey, those Canadians. Yeah, those Canadians. <laughs> yeah. What a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, but they're hockey. It's, although they did have a football team, like an American football team on Degrassi, now that I think oh, about really? it. Oh, really? Yeah, because there was a Jane, the character, she was she was on the football team. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had no clue. Degrassi, always progressive. <laughs> Seriously. Way to go, Canada. Go, Canada. You yes. beat us all. <laughs> yes, we'll be talking a lot about Canada today, or at least a little bit, um, but what what sports experience do you have? What's yeah. your sports experience like? So, um, like many little girls, I got into football because I wanted to watch football with my dad. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I would, like, sit there, and he likes the NFL, um, and I would just sit there and, like, root for anybody that was from Chicago, because my dad was okay. from Chicago, and I was like, yeah, the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh um, but that, like, I really love football, and okay, yeah. um, after I graduated high school, all my friends went to A&M, uh-huh. <laughs> and gigs. so I, 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. So I like slowly followed them over there. And it is impossible not to be into football when uh-huh. you are in College Station, Texas, <laughs> home of the Aggies. Especially like I moved there the year that Johnny Mansell was really oh big. Oh my gosh! Like, wow. Yeah. So that football must have been everything. Yeah, there. football was everything. <laughs> and it's and it's crazy because like now that I'm mo- removed from the city or the the town, <laughs> it's like it's like oh okay, it's not so infectious. But like once you're like if you're there, you're like. Football is life. <laughs> and, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's crazy because I I went there and I was like I'm gonna be a two percenter like I'm gonna I, I don't think care that's what my sister is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care at all about sports whatever whatever but uh-huh. then like once you're there you're like you got you got like, sucked into it right <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. and of course right after I moved there they started sucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so were you there when Johnny Manziel was there? It or was like his right last after? year. So okay, like okay. I went to College Station a lot during the year that he won the Heisman mm-hmm. but um I moved there the year after which is his like down sorry downfall, downfall. <laughs> it's like when he was not doing so hot. after after the peak when when they already started investing all that money in exactly. the new stadium yes. right yes exactly oh yeah and I moved away from cultivation right when they finished the stadium so I like uh, saw it I was like wow that's beautiful and I'm out <laughs> but well, what would you say oh for the for the listeners that don't know Texas A&M University has they're very much into their sports very much into football Johnny Manziel he was kind of this like star child star yeah. boy of A&M who came out of nowhere and won the Heisman Trophy which is the award it's that like you his get freshman or sophomore sophomore year he was a sophomore uh, yeah, and it's it's like the award for the best college player. Yeah. So A and M's like worshiping him. Yeah, they call the new stadium like the house that Johnny built. Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> you're right. Um, but yeah, so they're they're very much into their sport. Well, how, how would you say going to the University of Texas has? Yeah, it? so I think it's actually really strange because I grew up in Austin, and mm-hmm. so like I was always around the Longhorns and mm-hmm. loved them. And but like I quote unquote loved them. It was uh-huh. just like you're supposed to. Um, and in high school, I didn't care. I only cared about the NFL football players and football mm-hmm. and stuff. So. Um, but Colt McCoy was like a big thing growing oh, yeah. up. I remember and Colt McCoy. I know. <laughs> Back when we were so, good. So, yeehaw, Texas. <laughs> I know people. People make fun of A and M for being country, but it's like some of Texas's stuff is pretty, pretty country <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and I remember I would like even work the football games. I saw Matthew oh, McConaughey really? at a football Whoa, game what? when I was working what? one time. He walked in front of us, and it was like paparazzi. Like people were just like freaking out and he was so cool and chill about it he was just like all right like right. <laughs> that's what he was like so um yeah uh moving back to austin though i moved back because i wanted to go to film school and i was like mm-hmm. okay ut's the place to go so i'm gonna try and go there and um i was like so dead set on still being an Aggie when it came to sports. <laughs> You're like, gotta stay true. Exactly. So I did not care at all about, like, Texas football. Uh-huh. I was like, uh, I did go to the, like, w- it was probably a week after I found out I got in to UT. It was one of their last um, games. It was their Thanksgiving game against okay, okay. Texas Tech. Uh-huh. And so I was like, okay, I'll go. It was like a celebration. Me and my sister uh-huh. went with some family members. And it was pouring rain. Oh, my god! And I remember I wore like a like a maroon shirt to like oh. be a little defiant. You're, you're that fan. I'm terrible. <laughs> um, 
Uh, so that was really fun. But like football games are fun. Like mm-hmm. no matter who's playing, football games are fun. Um, but I just like I was like, okay, I don't care about football anymore. <laughs> it's just like that ship has sailed. Exactly. In, in it's like life. if I'm not in College Station and. Texas hasn't been good. No, no, they haven't. <laughs> Unfortunately. If they were good, I'd probably be much more enthusiastic about it. Yeah, yeah. I guess that means I'm not a loyal fan. But as <laughs> soon, like, being in L.A., I'm going to be paying attention to football, and I'm going to be like, go Horns. That's true. Hey, <laughs> Texas is playing USC. Really? But, yeah, that's actually something that's pretty funny, because I was working with this one other intern. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, I'm interning at mm-hmm. Paramount Pictures. Um, and so this one girl, uh, she's also an intern at USC. Oh. And so she's actually in the marching band. And then we didn't realize. She was like, oh, wait, I'm going to Austin this fall. So we're like, whoa, whoa. we could, like, reconnect then. So, oh. yeah. So I don't know if – I I know Texas played USC last year here mm-hmm. in California. Yeah, um, I vaguely remember that. <laughs> yeah, we lost. Uh, no surprise. Uh, but now USC is going back to Austin uh, to play there, so that should be fun. I don't know if they're gonna play again. I'll have to look it up. But if they come back, yeah. we'll definitely have to go watch them. If no, you're still here in so LA, awesome. yeah. Hook 'em, hook 'em, hook 'em horns. But but other than football, no other real sport. I mean, I know passing knowledge. Like I could talk about it at the water cooler. <laughs> like, yeah, like maybe, keep up enough. Yeah, exactly. Like I think watching soccer is fun. I love the World Cup, but like. I don't know the rules very well. Uh-huh. Um, same thing with baseball. Mm-hmm. I think other than that, like basketball's pretty easy to understand, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get the ball, put it in the hoop, you get points. Yeah. I had to, a group of friends that really loved basketball, and they did a March Madness like, oh, like parties. Okay. And so I would sit there, and I'm like, this is so fast paced. This is so fun. Oh my uh-huh. gosh, they've got a hundred points. And but <laughs> do I know anything about strategy? No. <laughs> no. You just keep keep dunking. It. Yeah, keep exactly. Dunking it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So. But yeah, we'll have to hook up on a March Madness bracket. Yeah. I always do that with my friends. Okay. So you'll be invited. So now that we know Monica's background, (laughs) let's let's get into the podcast itself. All right. So now I've noticed that the past couple episodes of this podcast have been pretty long. (laughs) So I, I want it to be shorter. So instead, before we've had three headlines to know, now it's one headline to know. Okay, so here's your one sports headline. This one's kind of dark, but here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Urban Meyer, who was, or is, I guess, technically still, the head football coach at Ohio State University, has been put on paid administrative leave because one of his assistant coaches, the wide receivers coach, Zach Smith, was fired in July um, after, basically he had a bunch of different issues, but the main thing that caused Urban Meyer to get in trouble is that Zach Smith, his assistant, his ex-wife came forward and said that uh, she had been abused, like domestic abuse, by Zach Smith, um, and that she had communicated that she was being abused, basically, to all the other wives of the assistant coaches, including Urban Meyer, who was the head coach. And so, according to this one story, uh, Basically, Urban Meyer knew that, like, this abuse was happening and didn't do anything. And basically, she was, like, kind of pressured into not pressing charges because, oh. the, uh, because they didn't want, like, his, Zach Smith's family was pressuring her, like, don't, don't press charges. Like, you'll financially ruin us. Basically, all this stuff was happening. 
Um, and Urban Meyer at the Big Ten Media Days, which is basically like the media day that they have for all the teams in the Big Ten Conference, which mm -hmm. Ohio State is a part of, uh, Urban Meyer said, I didn't, they asked him if he knew about these allegations. And he said, no, I had no knowledge of them. But then the story came out later, uh, which had text messages, which implied that he did know that oh, this had so happened. He lied. So that's what's happening right now. Literally just like minutes before we started recording this, uh, Urban put out a letter saying like he, that he's telling the truth, that he did, he did not know anything that was happening. So that's the big kind of sports oh, headline that's but happening. But there's... there's text receipts yeah there are know. text messages on um brett mcmurphy i believe he's the the one who broke that story on his facebook page that whole in of itself the story is pretty interesting because he was a, a reporter for espn and then they let him go but he's still like one of the best college reporters out oh. there so he literally did this like all on his own anyway Dang. crazy so yeah, Urban Meyer's on paid administrative leave. So he's not coaching right now. Technically, Dang. he's like has left. Football starts soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the big thing. It's like how long is he going to be gone for? Yeah. Are they going to like how long is cuz they're having an investigation right now to see did he know? Did he lie? So, is there like criminal charges that come along with him knowing and not doing anything? Uh, there could possibly be. I was reading maybe something like Title IX related. Mm. Um, in Urban Meyer's letter that he just released, he said that he's followed all protocols whenever something has been mm. uh, reported to him and that this he didn't know about this. Uh, so I think that's something we'll definitely have to keep an eye out for, especially because if you don't know, Ohio State is probably after Alabama, like the yeah. most dominant yeah. fo college football team. Uh, they recently won the national championship under Urban Meyer. Before that, he was the coach Wild. at Florida, yeah. And uh, Ohio State, honestly, is having a lot of issues right now. They also <laughs> have another scandal where, like, w one of the former team doctors has been, oh, like, God. accused of abuse by, like, tons of, like, 100 athletes, male and female. Oh, my God. But the doctor's, like, dead now. <gasps> So, oh my god, so I <laughs> okay, really... this is terrible because I hear these stories and I'm like, I need to make this into a movie. <laughs> yeah, honestly, though, there's so many sports stories out there that are just crazy and happening right now. Wow. Um, I can only imagine how the Ohio State Athletic Department is doing right now, probably getting yeah, inquiries on both out. of these. And the reason why Urban Meyer even came in to begin with is because their old football coach, Jim Tressel. He was under like all these controversies because apparently players were getting like, um, like not a lot like payments or like gifts oh. or special benefits oh. that weren't allowed. I, think I remember hearing about that. Yeah, he was the guy who like wore the sweaters all the time. I don't know, but that's Jim Trestle. <laughs> but he was let go or he left, and then Urban Meyer came in, and now this is happening with him. Uh, so I guess we'll we'll kind of see where the season goes yeah. and we'll have to update you all later but that's pretty much the big sports headline that's happening this week yeah because like like you said college like one month away pretty much yeah. college football is gonna start yeah. so we'll see what happens with them wow okay so i'm just gonna play devil's advocate right here okay <clears throat> excuse me like i get that that like it's morally wrong and uh -huh. like what he should have done the right thing if he uh -huh. heard about this woman getting abused he should tell the police and like mm -hmm. work it all out just like on a human standpoint uh -huh. but like what does the school have to do with that uh -huh. i guess like like why is the school like oh you didn't do this thing right domestically so i'm gonna like punish you 
I think it in your career. Yeah, I think it has to do with um, because since they are like they work for the university. Mm. Whenever something like this does happen, like we mentioned before, there's like all these Title IX protocols and procedures that you have to follow. So if he did, if he knew about that and didn't follow it, then I guess you can really get in a lot of trouble. Okay, for not was the wife? Uh, uh, like part of the school? Uh, no, but but, okay. but it was the text messages are kind of weird. She had basically texted Shelly Meyer, who is Urban Meyer's wife, oh, okay. and said, and she said she would tell Urban. Oh, okay. Um, and then there were also some texts between Urban and Courtney Smith, who is the ex-wife, um, who had been abused allegedly. Mm-hmm. That kind of made it seem like he did know what was okay. going on. Okay. Uh, and yeah, basically kind of one of the big headlines was like, yeah, all these wives knew and like, wow, nothing happened. Oh, one thing I've learned though is never read the comments in the ESPN article. They're just like, just stay away, stay away from them. But yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see. Um, Zach Smith denied everything, uh, that he didn't do any of this. So dang, do they have any kids? Yes, they do. Which is. Um, I won't go into the details of the abuse or anything. You can look that up if you want to, but uh, yeah, it's it's not pretty. And there's photos too. Oh. Um, I guess a content warning. If you go to Brett McMurphy's Facebook page, he has like photos of her like from the abuse. Oh it's gosh. pretty. Yeah, it's it's not good. Not good. Wow. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in the football landscape after that. But yeah. changing. <laughs> Keep your ass out. <laughs> Yes. Um, going into a happier, happier note. <laughs> now let's learn about ice hockey. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I was gonna make a terrible bridge. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> what, what were you gonna say? <laughs> you can edit this out and post if you need to. Okay. Okay. There's a, no, no. I'm no. not gonna make it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. We'll 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 talk after after you can mention it. Okay. Okay, so now on to our crash course in ice hockey. I have to make that very clear, ice hockey, because literally I was like, let me learn about hockey. And like the Wikipedia page for hockey was so detailed about like every different type of hockey. I was like, whoa. Oh my gosh, you guys can't see me, but my mouth is wide open. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah, because, okay, okay, let me just, this is like straight out of Wikipedia. I'm reading a Wikipedia quote. Okay. Okay. In most of the world, hockey actually refers to field hockey. <gasps> However, in Canada, the United States, Finland, Latvia, the Czech Republic, and Slovakia, hockey ha, ha, hockey usually refers to ice hockey. Wow. So ice hockey actually came out of field hockey. Um, and technically hockey in general, this is also according to Wikipedia, hockey is a sport in which two teams play against each other by trying to maneuver a ball or puck into the opponent's goal using a hockey stick. Wow. So that is, uh, that's hockey for you. And so we're going to just talk about ice hockey a little bit because if I talked about hockey in general, there was like, it was, it was quite in depth. We'll do, we'll do other episodes about the other types (laughs) of hockey. Um, but basically just to give an overview of the invention of hockey. So the first recorded mention of hockey was in a 1773 book. And this is this is the name of the book. Oh my gosh. This is get ready for this. It's called Juvenile Sports and Pastimes, to which are prefixed memoirs of the author, 
including a new mode of infant education. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that, that's the title of the book. I have no clue what it means. <laughs> I, yeah, I, it seems like something someone from 1773 would write. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so in chapter, uh, I believe that's 11, XI, that's Roman numeral 11, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. In chapter 11, was titled new improvements on the game of hockey so that's the first like recorded mention of it obviously it seems like hockey existed beforehand Mm -hmm. if this chapter was like (laughs) how we're gonna improve hockey um but the word for hockey like the origin is kind Mm -hmm. of unknown uh there's like different theories i guess onto what where it came from uh one is hokey i don't know if that's how you pronounce french um, oh. But it's Middle French for a shepherd's crook, like the oh. the little staff that yeah. they have. So it could one theory is that's where it comes from. Another is that uh, before they used a puck or a ball, sometimes they would use like a piece of cork hmm. um, from ale hawk or hawk ale, aka hockey. So wow, um, I've ling- already learned so ling- much linguistics right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, it's been recorded for since the Middle Ages of games that have existed with like sticks and yeah. balls. <laughs> so this has been a concept that's been around for a while. Um, but field hockey was developed in late 17th century in England. And there's evidence there that they kind of played it on ice sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's kind of thought of, okay, they immigrate to North America. And thus the first modern organized game of ice hockey happened in guess guess what country canada yes yes canada. <laughs> oh canada oh, canada. canada that's all the only part of this song i know that, that always makes me think of um the princess diaries the genovia yes because it's literally oh canada but they just change it to genovia you're right <laughs> which i think that's hilarious <laughs> Um, oh gosh so 1875 Mm -hmm. this is the first modern organized game of ice hockey which happened in montreal so originally there was nine players Mm -hmm. and they played against each other and they used goal posts so not like goals but goal posts which were eight feet apart from each other so that was like your goal area so you just tried to get it in there um, but the first organized hockey club was the McGill University Hockey Club up there in oh. Canada. So that's that's where the first hockey club came from. Um, and then since then, it's gone through a bit of structural and like game rule changes. So the first pro league was formed in 1902. Wow. Oh, that's many years that's later. That's many years later, yeah. Because <laughs> um, there were teams I read that were in Canada, but they were all amateurs, like leagues. Oh, okay. So this was the first professional one. Okay. In 1902, the Western Pennsylvania Hockey League, which later teamed up with Michigan and Ontario teams to create the uh, the IPHL, the International Professional Hockey League. Ooh. Ooh. So, you know, international, a.k.a. just Canada. I was going to say, it's like this one area. This, like, tiny part of the world. <laughs> international. Um, but that was later disbanded in 1907. But then, <clears throat> oh. in 1910, the National Hockey Association was formed in Montreal, 
which then later in 1917 reorganized to become the National Hockey League, the NHL, which is the uh, Major League Hockey League Mm -hmm. um, that still exists to this day. So it was reorganized in 1917. And actually the first American team in the NHL didn't even pop up until 1924 with the Boston Bruins. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And I thought that was pretty interesting. So I was like, wait, so is the NHL still like headquartered in Canada mm-hmm. since it started in Canada? If I looked it up, no, it's in New York City. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was actually looking that up too. I was like, are all the, yeah, in all the major sports leagues, so the NBA for basketball, NFL football, NHL hockey, and MLB baseball, all of them have their headquarters in New York City, which I thought really? was pretty interesting. That is so strange because I'm like anybody that lives in New York City doesn't care at all about about <laughs> sports. About sports, except the except the Yankees. <clears throat> That's I guess. true. Or, or just any New York team yeah. in general. But yeah. uh, I'm just like whenever I think of New York, I think of like Fashion Week people. Oh, like the the high class <laughs> the New high Yorkers. Class, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting too. Even that. I guess baseball had their headquarters in New York City. Mm-hmm. So I was like, really? But then if, I guess when you really think about it in the history of the United States and the world, like New York's been where yeah. everything's been That's at. a good point. So I was like, yeah, I guess that, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. All right. So now the game, the game itself. All right. So in its current form, there are six players on each team on the, on the ice at the same time. So okay. that's how it works. So you got six players for one team, six players for another. One uh, one player for each one is the goaltender. Okay. So the goalie. I was actually getting it confused because in soccer, they're called the goalkeeper, but in hockey, it's the goaltender. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay, hockey. <laughs> um, so basically, like we said before, the object of the game is to get the puck into these little goals. Right now, I believe it said that they are six feet apart. So when it first started, the, the goalposts were eight feet apart, but now it's like an actual goal net, uh-huh. and it's six feet apart. So that's how wide the goal is, and then the goaltender kind of guards the goal. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so this was pretty interesting. Until the, So the way that hockey works is, you know, there's the puck, and the players are basically use their stick to either move forward or to pass to each other to try to get the puck into the goal. Mm-hmm. But until the 1930s... I just learned what these terms meant also. Mm-hmm. But hockey was considered an offside game. Or an onside game. See, I'm, so, I'm just learning. I'm getting these <laughs> mixed up. I'm just learning. <laughs> so it was an onside game. And so an onside game means it's something like rugby, where you can only make backwards passes. Oh. So basically, until the 1930s, when you played hockey, <clears throat> you could only pass it backwards. And then once you had the puck, you could move forward. But if you wanted to pass it to someone else, you had to pass it backwards, like behind you, to a player behind you. Yeah, Um, that's how rugby is played. But now it's offside. So offside means you can make forward passes. And so that kind of changed the game in that before, um, when you played hockey, a lot of like the skill depended on how well you could move forward like individually with your puck handling skills mm-hmm. and then once it became like oh we can pass it forward it became much more of like a team sport because yeah. you can pass it forward to oh, other people if yeah. that makes sense yeah 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 so yeah that's that's hockey um and so as far as positions go on the ice uh there are like i mentioned there's six players right mm-hmm. and so the way it usually works is there's a goalie 
two defensemen and three forwards. Okay. So the three forwards are the people that are basically your front line trying to go forward and score. So you have a center, left wing, and right wing. So the center and center. What? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> the left and then left and right wing are on their respective sides. And then same with the defensemen. There's one on okay. each side. So... Now, the actual structure of the game itself. This is something that I think is pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. That makes it different from other games, I guess. Is it's played in periods rather than like halves or quarters. Oh. So, a hockey game is three periods of 20 minutes. Okay. So, from the hockey games I've been to at least, like they'll play one 20-minute period, have a short break, a second 20-minute period... And then they'll have like a longer break, kind of similar to like a halftime where they go into the locker room. Okay. Kind of like chit chat or whatever, whatever it is they do during. (laughs) Have a glass of wine. (laughs) Talk about their day. (laughs) Eat eat a snack. (laughs) Come back out for the thing. (laughs) Take a little nap. (laughs) Um, So yeah, and the way that time works in hockey is it only, it counts down and it only passes when the puck is in play so kind of similar to like basketball yeah not like soccer where you're counting Mm up um just as long as it goes Mm -hmm. now the big the big uh interesting thing about hockey is all those those penalties right yeah so in hockey there are two kinds of penalties there's major penalties and minor penalties so a minor penalty, I was like reading this, I was like, how is, in soccer, this is like a red card. <laughs> like this is something major, but only in hockey would it be considered a, a minor penalty. Um, but this can include uh, things such as tripping, elbowing, like basically violent things. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the other person doesn't get hurt. Okay. And so a minor penalty, you get two minutes in the box. So in hockey... And What's I think it's so box? funny. It's like there's a there's penalty boxes where literally the players go into the like time. It's basically timeout for athletes. Oh my god! So if you get a a minor penalty, you get two minutes in the box. So you have to go to the penalty box for two minutes. I feel yeah. like teachers made up this game. <laughs> They're like, Timmy, go to timeout. <laughs> two minutes in the penalty box. Um, but yeah, the. The interesting thing about that as well is uh, there's this term called the power play. So that means when, if, say, you're playing on the team and you get a penalty and you have to go to the box, you don't get, you just play with five players then on the ice. So, like, they lose a player when you go to the box. And a power play is when the other team has more, when one team has more players on the ice than another team. Okay. So it said that they have, like, a power play. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure there have been, like, crazy instances where they'll have, like, several players in the box. So it's, like, two players trying to play against six. Oh, my gosh. Especially when there's fights happening. Oh, dang. But there's also, uh, I think it's funny the way this is set up. There's a double minor penalty, which is, like, in between a minor and a major, okay. which is four minutes in the box. It's basically just like a more severe form of the minor Violence. penalty. <laughs> Violence, yeah. But then there's the major penalty. I... It's where you get five minutes in the box. So that's, I think that's something that's pretty unique about hockey is uh-huh. there's kind of this, like, they're very averse to ejecting players. 
So mm-hmm. a major penalty is if you basically cause someone an injury um, by tripping, elbowing, like smashing into someone or fighting. Mm-hmm. Like in any other sport that I can think of, if you fight, like you're, you're ejected, you're tossed. Yeah. But uh, in hockey, you get five minutes in the penalty box. So, that's... And that's like five minutes of the like puck in play. I believe so, yes. It's not just like five minutes. No. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, and if if anyone is out there and knows more about hockey, please reach out correct us. and correct <laughs> us. Like I said, this is for for people who don't know about sports, for <laughs> people who don't know anything about sports. So uh, we're we're trying. If you know more, please educate us. So yeah, that there is the basics of hockey. Uh, if they're tied. They'll go into a sudden death over time. So basically, whoever can like score first. But if that runs out, then they go to uh, similar to soccer, the like penalty shots. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's the correct term. Someone correct me. I'll, <laughs> I'll look it up right now. Penalty shootout hockey, because that's something that's pretty set in stone. Um, in yeah. Penalty shootout. Yeah, okay. I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't calling it the wrong thing. Uh, ice hockey. Yeah. A shootout. Yeah. Cool. So that's... They just had to make it a little bit cooler than in soccer. Yeah, you know, they're just... Penalty sh- shot or shootout. It's the shootout. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the basics of hockey. So I hope you all are a little bit more... Do you feel more knowledgeable? Absolutely. I feel like I could watch a game now and, like, understand what's going on. Good, yeah. And so a lot of a lot of hockey is... This is just the, like I said, the very scratching the surface. I'm sure we'll do more hockey <laughs> episodes later. Um, but, yeah, body checking, like, smashing people into the boards of yeah. a hockey rink. Um, that's something that's pretty popular and is allowed, of, it's that's a very what I, was gonna say. Physical... I see people yeah I feel like I see people and there's always jokes about like people just being hockey players so they can punch other people it's like <laughs> violence is so common so like obviously the box thing isn't punishment enough to like defer people uh-huh. from doing that yeah and, and that's actually a great segue into our first listener question yes uh from Elvia my mom hi mom <laughs> says why do they let them fight? <laughs> I love that. Why do they? Just like every the the the, the hockey gods. The why hockey do they gods. let them fight? Uh, so like I said, players are permitted to body check each other. Um, and like I said before, it's unique that players are hardly ever ejected. And there's like this unwritten rule that refs they'll usually interfere in a fight once someone gets taken down onto mm-hmm. the ice. Oh, okay. So like if they're standing up and punching each other, like they'll just let that go on. Oh but when someone gets taken down, then they'll try to like interfere with that. Um, now as to why they fight, um, there's a few theories. One, one theory, this is, I don't know how good of a theory this is. This sounds kind of like <laughs> weird to me is that Hockey's lack of rules to begin with encouraged intimidation and rough play. Oh. So I don't know how much that Intimidation. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Some say that just the changing of the rules has just made hockey kind of this wild sport. So like I said, they changed it from like, you couldn't pass backwards, but now you can pass forward to... now that. Like the Wild West of sports. (laughs) Yeah, like watch out. Like there's literally... Okay, there's 
this term called the enforcer, which is like an unofficial oh hockey position. So an enforcer is basically unofficial. like the tough guy. It's it's like unofficial. Oh my so gosh. So like the, the tough guy who defends the whoever's handling the puck and like will fight for you. So oh my they're the gosh. person who will like fight and in, instigate any fights or if someone's trying to start a fight, they're the one that's gonna like break in for you and fight the other person. So you know you know you're playing a wild sport when there's <laughs> Something There's an like... unofficial position called the enforcer. <laughs> Literally, Honestly, yeah. that sounds like a comic book. <laughs> yeah, like a, like a superhero villain yeah. or something. Yeah, the, seriously. The enforcer. I'm the enforcer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there are rules about like uh, fighting and whatnot. So in 1922, there was Rule 56 in the Uh-oh. NHL rule book. Um, so this was the rule that brought about the five-minute penalty box rule because they didn't want to eject people. Um, but now, now it's Rule 46, in case you're interested. Because um, it, it was hilarious. In Rule 56, it, it described it as fisticuffs. Oh, no. <laughs> so, the 20s were whack. Yeah, basically. Uh, but now uh, it's Rule 46 that it details fights and whatnot. Um, but back then, I read that some promoters, like Tex Rickard of Madison Square Garden, who they're promoting their hockey games, but... Also, Madison Square Garden back then had, like, boxing matches. Oh. Um, so they basically wanted another exciting thing, something oh. as exciting as boxing to, like, sell to the crowd. So they didn't want players to be ejected, basically, for fighting. Okay. And I was reading, and, and now I think the latest thing that I read said that um, there's about, like... 0.5 fights per hockey game. So basically every other hockey game you go to. Micah, that was my question. How, many, <laughs> how, how often do hockey games happen? Yeah, like uh, hockey fights happen. Oh, hockey. oh yeah, duh. Um, it's okay. I'll think of another it's one. Okay, it's okay, it's that, okay. Was that the right answer? Oh, I was supposed to research the right answer? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good. We're good, we're good. You know, we're learning things. We're yeah, learning. It's we're okay. Learning. I'll figure it out. No, no, we're good. We're it good. was the right answer. Yes, it was. I did my research. <laughs> um, but basically, apparently, in like the seventies or eighties, sometime in the late nineteen hundreds, when the only time when hockey existed, uh, but the average amount of hockey games or hockey—I keep saying hockey games mm-hmm. for hockey game, hockey. Fights, fights per hockey game was like over one. It was like one point something. Like oh, so there was basically like a hockey, a fight happening every hockey game, which I think is crazy. I, I feel like that's the stereotype they have. Yeah, isn't there like a, a don't thing fans just like, go to see people fight? Like what? <laughs> Honestly, I I don't want to offend hockey fans if you're a hockey <laughs> fan, but I have such a hard time watching it on TV because of puck. It's just so small, yeah. and they're like all their gear is so big. Yeah. So I have a hard time keeping track. Maybe I'm just blind. Maybe I need a new <laughs> prescription <laughs> for my glasses. But yeah, that's that's how I feel. Um, but there's actually newer rules that have tried to deter fights, which have kind of like brought down this fight number. Um, in 1971, there was the third man rule, which basically ejects the first player to join a fight in progress. So basically, if you're like the third person to like join the fight, so basically if it's two people fighting and then you're the third person to join, you get ejected. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a good rule. 
I feel like that makes sense it to prevent, deters like, brawling. Yeah, from, like, <laughs> from a one-on-one yeah. fight to, like, all-out war. Yeah. Um, and then there was, in, in 1992, the instigator rule, where if you're the one who starts the fight, then you get an additional two-minute penalty. Ooh. Whoa, in the penalty box. The instigator. The, the sidekick to the or or the the partner to the enforcer yeah the enforcer and the instigator <laughs> um and then there's also another rule that suspends the first player to leave the bench to join the fight oh my god so i guess to avoid like bench clearing brawls yeah. like you mentioned so yeah i hope that answered your question mom <laughs> um my dad rolando asked can the puck be carried with the stick and for, for and if so for how long so I guess he's saying... He's carrying, like, in basketball, like, you can't carry I the I guess ball. he's, um... I think he's trying to say, if you literally have the puck balanced on your stick, oh. can you just, like, skate around with that? Oh. Technically, like, yes, you can. Oh. Um, I can't say how you effective it... that is, because obviously you just want to go as fast as you can, and I can't imagine you can go pretty fast while Oh, uh, that's true, while you're balancing, it. yeah. Um, but I was reading, it's... Seems to be perfectly legal as long as you don't cross the high sticking boundary. So something you are not allowed to do in hockey is to like bring your stick up past like shoulder height of your opponent and mm. like run into them or hit them because that's like dangerous, you know. Okay, yeah. Brawling isn't dangerous, but hitting someone up high <laughs> with, with, a the stick. Ho- with a hockey stick is dangerous. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so high sticking is not allowed. But as far as I can tell, you can, if you wanted to, you could just try to carry the puck on your stick for as long as I'm you sure want. that like you know the junior hockey players like, you know the toddlers they're they like that. they just want to carry it <laughs> um and I mean that is like a skill I think you have to have is to be able to like cradle the yeah. puck at least for like a short amount of time mm-hmm. to make turns and things like that but as far as just straight up carrying it and not keeping it on the ice I don't think that's illegal um once again you disagree let me know <laughs> so yeah thanks dad and then <laughs> leah leah young <gasps> leah oh, young yes our other roommate who has since abandoned us <laughs> has asked why do we have to play it on ice well leah well leah if you had if you only you had been here before to hear the first part of the podcast <laughs> but no you don't have to play it on only ice hockey um but there are other hockey forms there's field hockey like i mentioned Basically, you're running in a field, or not in a field anymore, really, like a court, and you're Mm -hmm. hitting this ball around, so that's field hockey. There's also a Russian version of ice hockey called bandy, which is apparently, I don't know too much about it, but apparently it's more similar to soccer, and you play it on a soccer soccer field-sized rink, and it's really popular in Russia, and apparently they're trying to get it to be an Olympic sport, but... The Olympic Committee's like, this is only popular in Russia, so yeah. we don't think anyone else is going to like want to do this. So so it's like soccer with sticks? Basically, It's basically like hawker, hawk, hawker. Hawker? Hawker, yes. I meant to say hockey soccer, but hawker just came out. So it's, <laughs> it's like hawker. hawker. It's hawker. It's hawker. A.K.A. bandy. So that's bandy. <laughs> and then there's also inline and, ro- and quad roller hockey. <gasps> So basically, it's on a court and you're on skates. Oh my god! So they have like inline like, rollerblading. I would totally be down for this. <laughs> yes, they have rollerblading and then quads, so the ones with four yeah. wheels. That I think that's pretty cool. 
That is so cool. Yeah, so you're, you're How do I get involved? Uh, I don't know. Let's Hit me up, Google it. Yeah. Let's start our own disqualified roller uh, roller hockey league. That yes. would be fun. Um, and then there's street hockey, played on the street, casually. Is that the one they play with brooms? I think you can. Um, I don't think street hockey is like an official thing yeah. rather than just when people play like a pickup game mm-hmm. on the street. Which I, I feel like I've seen, like, either on Disney Channel movies or, like, MTV, people playing, like, yeah. on s- roller skates on the street That's playing true. hockey. Yeah. I feel like I've seen that before. Yeah. And then the last big type I saw was sledge hockey, which is basically uh, designed for athletes with physical disabilities. Ooh. So this is what they play in, like, the Paralympic Games, yeah. where they have kind of a specialized sled design. Oh. Um, and then the... Players oh, have so like it's two... on ice still, though? Yeah, it's still oh, okay. on ice, yeah. And they basically have a sled that they use um, and two smaller hockey sticks that they use <gasps> to kind of move around and maneuver so the puck. Cool. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. It was That one's pretty recent. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's cool. It's played in the Paralympic Games. Um, they use sleds. So. so cool. So, Leah, you don't always have to play it on ice. You can play it anywhere you want. Do what um, you want, Leah. We just follow You're the Canadians. You're empowered. Yeah. Play, play it wherever. Play it in the... I was going to say play it in the pool, but then I was like... I feel like that just becomes a... What's that game? A water polo. Water polo, yeah. Which is so fun to watch, you guys. I can't... I cannot <laughs> imagine playing water polo. Honestly, like, I would die. Oh, yeah. Like, the guy... I watched a male team play it when I was in college <laughs> station. Don't ask. <laughs> it was like a very strange time in my life. You're into all those Aggie sports. All of them. Not just football. Don't mind. <laughs> my friend like had a friend who played. Anyways, just like they are what like swimmers in general just like have the best like uh, body I guess. Because uh-huh. they work out so often and you have to. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like water polo is insane. It's actually really fun to watch. Um, and just yeah, they're like little they're fishies. like beating each other up in yeah. the pool. That's crazy. <laughs> and they've got those silly hats on. <laughs> With water caps. Yeah. All right. So those are our listener questions. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Thank Whoa. you, listeners. And now for the best part of the podcast, trivia. 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 All right. So, so how this is gonna work, Monica? Okay. I'm going to ask you five trivia questions. <laughs> they are like tangentially related to hockey. Okay. They are not sports questions, but they're sports related. So I believe uh, Mark got one question right. Brighton got like one and a half questions right. We were very casual with okay. his. Okay. So we'll we'll see if you can beat them. I think. I think. Hmm, I don't know. I, I quizzed Claire, our other roommate, okay. with these, and she actually knew most of them, which I was surprised. Okay, but Claire knows everything. This is true. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if you get these. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. So, in ice hockey, like I mentioned before, a player gets five minutes in the penalty box for fighting. Now, the semi-popular, I think they're popular, but apparently no one else knows who they are, um, the popular 2000s band... Five for Fighting is named after this. Have you heard of Five for Fighting? I have. Now, in um, in the 2000s, Five for Fighting had three top 40 hits. Can you name one of them? No! <laughs> <laughs> I know I would know what they are if I heard them. <laughs> <laughs> are you 
laughing at the question. I'm laughing that I was like, yeah, I know who they are. And then you say, okay, name one of their songs. And I'm like, no. I have no clue. No clue. Oh, my gosh. Um, something about a restaurant closing. <laughs> closing time. Sadly, no. Uh, are you giving up on this one? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. So the... Their first one was 100 Years. That's the one that's like has that really cheesy piano. It's like, here, I'll just, I'll play it. Okay. I'll go, I'll edit this in <laughs> to playing the song. Here we go. And it doesn't play. Yes. I know. I know <laughs> this one. The, 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 as soon as the piano plays, you're like, I'm, oh. I'm 15 or something. Yeah, it's like never. That. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when you only got a hundred years to live. Yeah. Moment. So wait, they're named after? After, yes, the hockey term. Wow. I was like, what? Um, but actually, they're just one person. Oh, okay. He goes by five for fighting. And he's Canadian, I'm sure. I think he's American. Oh, okay. Um, according to his Spotify, or their spot, I don't know how to refer to a band that's just one person. Uh, from... Born and raised in the San Fernando Valley. Oh my wow, gosh, here that's in... where we are currently. Incredible. Wow. Incredible. Uh, the, his other song is... Superman, it's not easy. I think this one might be more popular. I think I know this one. It's not, it's not easy. Oh, I know the other one much better. Wait. It's very. I played this for Claire, and she was like, "This sounds like something that would play on Grey's Anatomy." <laughs> I was like, "That's so true." <laughs> And I won't play the last one because I listened to it and I was like, I've never heard that song. Okay. So it's called The Riddle, though. So oh 100 gosh. Years, Superman, It's Not Easy, and The Riddle. Wow. I think the reason I know them so well is if my mom's listening. She had a Five for Fighting CD. Oh my gosh. That we would just listen to. I know. Oh my gosh. So, so 2000s. I'm so sad I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, now, now we know. Now we know. <laughs> All right. I'll never forget now. Never forget Five for Fighting. <laughs> okay, next one. The first organized hockey game was played in Montreal, Canada. Mm-hmm. How many provinces are in Canada? Uh, four. Is that your final answer? <laughs> <laughs> the way you're looking at me makes me think, no. It's either four or okay, five. Okay, well, say, say them out. Say, say what um, you think So it's are. Alberta is mm-hmm. one of them. British Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, uh... <laughs> <laughs> And tours, etc. Alberta, British Columbia, uh, and more. And more is Ontario. Ontario is a city, not a province, right? No, no. Ontario is a province. Oh, Ontario is a province. Okay, then the other one is something French. Something French. All right, you ready to get an answer? Is it four? It's ten. What? <laughs> Are you yes, kidding me? There are 10 provinces in Canada. Are you kidding? Okay. Well, let me read them out. Maybe, I am maybe a little... shocked. <gasps> I can't breathe. <laughs> World is like nothing makes yeah. sense anymore. Oh my yes. gosh. There are 10 provinces in Canada. They are Newfoundland, Prince Edward Island, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Quebec, Ontario, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, 
Alberta, British Columbia, Yukon, Nunavut, and the Northwest Territories. I I'm mad <laughs> that Canada has decided to have ten provinces. <laughs> how dare they? How dare they? So how, I'm gonna like legitimately once we're done go look at a map of Canada and just like see burn it into my brain because I'm like they absolutely have four. <laughs> like in my head, I feel like I've seen a map of Canada before and it's broken up into like four perfect. More little like slivers. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did did all the names sound familiar though? Um, didn't know Newfoundland was in Canada or the <laughs> Yukon. What was that Yukon? Yeah, called? Yukon. Um, Nova Scotia. I knew Quebec. I thought was a city. It's all um, good. Uh, Alberta, obviously, and the all the others. I was like, what the heck are you talking about? What what is that? <laughs> all right. So, are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Apparently this one is, Claire said this was common knowledge, but I didn't know this Claire was doesn't know knowledge. anything. Claire knows too much, I should say. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, ice hockey is obviously played in ice, which we see during the winter. Now, on what two days does winter always start on in the northern hemisphere? So basically, what, what is the first day of winter? Mm. It's, it's, it's either one of these two days, and they're like right next to each other. It just depends on... The year, um, but it's always one of these two days. I'll okay. give you a, a ten day window. Okay, so I believe it's December. What day? December twentieth. Is that your final answer? Yes. It's December twenty first and twenty second. Oh, but so... I, so I gave you a ten day window. So perfect. So twenty first and twenty no idea i always just realize it when i see something on the news that's like it's the first day of winter or the well, first day of summer and I'm yeah like, oh, okay i always know i know winter and um spring because well my dad's a hippie so <laughs> so he's like it's the winter solstice <laughs> so and i just always remember them being on strange dates uh-huh. like when i learned that the winter solstice was in december i was like but it feels like but like you know if it's felt like winter for like two months or something. Uh, Not in Texas, obviously, yeah. but, but people start saying winter time like around Thanksgiving, I feel yeah. like so. And then it's like March twentieth, I think, for spring. And I don't know why, but that's a weird date for me. Yeah, Claire said it's always on those days for like each month and I was like, Okay, learning something new. Yeah. Thanks, Claire. <laughs> Shout out to Claire. Claire, <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So next question. Okay. Now, hockey is played on ice skates, like the players wear ice skates, that's how they move around on mm-hmm. the, the, the hockey rink. Now, in 2002, there was a song called Skater Boy mm-hmm. by Avril Lavigne about a different kind of skating, skateboarding, although who knows, she didn't, she didn't specifically say skateboarding. For all she, for all we know, skater boy. she's Canadian, so he could have been a hockey player. Oh my gosh. Who knows, who knows. Um, you just shook my world. <laughs> uh, she is Canadian, though. Yeah, she is, right? Because she's, she's married to the guy from Nickelback, and they're Canadian, too, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> you are, like, <laughs> just, like, shattering walls for me. <laughs> That's true, right? She was, she was married to the guy from Blink-182. Yes. Oh, my God. They they broke up. They're not... Or she's not married to Chad Kroger anymore. What the oh, heck? my gosh. No, but, yeah. Avril Lavigne is Canadian. That was the night, the early two thousands power couple. Yes, 
Oh my gosh. And then Chad Kroger from Nickelback is also Canadian. Okay. So they all these people are Canadian. Wow. Um, so anyway, back to the Skater Boy question. Mm-hmm. To what position, what number did Skater Boy reach on the Billboard Hot 100 in 2002, which was the year it was released? Hmm. He was a boy. I'm going to say three. Final answer? Yeah. It was I only reached number 10. Which I thought was surprising. I was going to say one, because it should be up there. Yeah. It has stood the test of time. Honestly, yeah. I I always think about how (laughs) these, like... What number did Five for Fighting make? (laughs) That's a good question. I want to say Five for Fighting made, like, number 10, too. But then it's like, obviously, I'm the only one who remembered he existed. Um... Okay, so Five for Fighting's top song made 14. Oh, okay. But does anyone remember Superman, It's Not Easy? <laughs> or do they remember Skater Boy? Yeah, Skater they remember Boy. Skater Boy. Exactly. So yeah, number 10, it reached number 10 on November 2nd of 2002. And it was released in August of that year. Oh. So, fun fact there. All right, last question. Okay. You ready? Okay. So the object in hockey is to get the puck into the goal, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Puck is also the name of a character in English folklore that is portrayed as a mischievous sprite, demon, or fairy. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare famously used Puck in which of his plays? Um, Midsummer's Night's Dream. Yes! Yes! Uh, 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 uh. Whoa, this okay. is homeschoolers back home. This is for you. For all the homeschool <laughs> kids out there. <laughs> Yes, it was in A Midsummer Night's Dream. So yeah, that was Puck. Puck. So yeah, Midsummer Night's Dream. So you got, let's see, you got that one right. You got the Winter Solstice, Solstice. one right. That's two. Yeah, so you got two. So I think, Heck I think yes. you're our leader now. That's 50 for 50. I'm sorry, 50. 50 out of 100. 50 out of, two out of five. Oh, I thought you had four. Just kidding. <laughs> Dang it. That's it's okay. It's okay. 40%. There we go. Five for fighting. <laughs> I know, it's got me distracted. All I can think about now is five for fighting. Five for fighting, <laughs> yes. All right, so Monica, is there any parting words you would like to say to our listeners? Can they uh, find you on online or anywhere? Yeah, follow me on social medias. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. What's at MoBrolo, that's M-O-B-R-O. L-O. Okay, okay. Yes, everyone go follow Monica. She's she's out here in L.A. trying to, yeah. trying to get that J-O-V, so hire her. <laughs> so seriously, yeah. Also, um, very encaptured, get encaptured? I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> <laughs> very intrigued by all the walls out here in L.A. Oh, yes, yes. It's very artistic, and they're everywhere, and so I have a a finstagram Ooh. called walls of and then underscore la yeah so where everyone, I post. go see these like crazy walls she's taking photos <laughs> of yeah walls of underscore la well thank you so much yeah. monica i hope we have all this learned. is so awesome and i learned so much yes i hope, I hope that's the goal and yes. if we if we said something wrong please let us know yes. but hopefully we all learned something today yes and i hope you'll go listen to Five for fighting yeah, or watch a hockey for game <laughs> for, for them, yes. All right. Thank you for listening and close. Cut. Cut. 15, there's still time for you.
Avast there. This has been a pirate radio podcast. <laughs>